Australia's racing heartland. This is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Hello to you, Maggie Payne. G'day, Gareth How are you going? Good, thank you. Welcome back to the Country Racing Show, your show here on RSN Central. Now, a question... Today, this is our trivia question. We're giving away each and every week a $50 voucher to Country Racing Tracks. It's a Country Racing Victoria $50 voucher, so you can use that to, to get into the to the racetrack, and you can use that on course as well. Maggie, is that right? Yep. You can't use it on course, but um, okay. you can do it in all the pre-booking, and all the clubs yep. are obviously doing pre-booking with COVID. So yep. if you do want to book your drinks packages and all the inclusive, you can do that before you get to race day, okay. and it's all looked after. You don't have to worry about it on the day. So that's the $50 voucher. So the first person that can answer this question, text in 0416 Maggie, you can read the question out. Okay, thank you. I have to get my uh, trivia voice yes. on. Uh, okay, so the question is today, what was the name of the Australian war horse that won the Jericho Cup in the Middle East during World War One? Obviously, we have a race named after this horse that's okay. run at the end of the year. So what was the name of the Australian war horse that won the inaugural Jericho Cup in the Middle East during World War One? First person to text in the right answer to 0416905052 will win that $50 Country Racing Victoria voucher. And now we've got the winner of the um, the competition, the trivia, but we need your name. You've got to put your name to it. There's a heap of Bill the Bastards coming through, but no name. <laughs> so... With the person that's last three numbers is one double seven, can you please send in your name? Because you were the first through, so you win, Maggie. You do win, whoever the lucky winner is. Well done, but we need your name. Yep. <laughs> and next time help. we have that competition, if you don't have your name, you don't. It's like not. It's like being at your local pub at the Chook Raffle, and if you're not there, we redraw. Redraw. Yeah. Yep. That's um. We can introduce that rule today, right, so it's then. not unfair today. But we yes. can do that going forward. Now, Maggie, some talking points here. Less than five days before the voting closes for the All Star Mile, and who do the country Victorians need to get behind? Well, I'm a little bit disappointed with that top ten. How it sits with the, I guess, country trained, not only country trained horses, but the Victorian horses. We need a lift, Vic. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, well, I think we're cheering for a fair to remember. That's that gallant mare from the Dan O'Sullivan Stables at Ballarat. She's sitting fifteenth with only. 1500 votes but I'm sure the Ballarat locals will get behind her in the next couple of days we've got that blackout where all the votes go blank over the next day or two so get your votes in for a fair to remember she was so good in the Ballarat Cup and I think she's a special mayor to all those connections and I'll be cheering for her. So Acadia Queen's home Behemoth is home very elegant whether she goes there or not still a big question mark but she's the only horse at the moment in the top 10 that won't be definitely going there so probably will she's home Graceful Glamour looks home. The Erovian's on 5,600. A Regalo de Gaetano's the South Australian horse. He looks like he'll gain a start for Richard and Chantal and Jolly. He's got the whole, the whole of the Italian community in Adelaide behind him. Russian Camelot looks safe enough. Um, Sir Dragon A's on 4,500. Mr. Quickie on 4,300. And then still Stars on 4,033. So... That's where it gets interesting. And a fair to remember is only on 1,500. So she basically needs to get a wriggle on. 
Yeah, or she needs a wild card, which doesn't look likely. But, uh, no, it's been great to watch and, you know, it's good to see all of the connections get involved, not only of the horses, but communities right across Australia. Now, also on the, the um, also on the All-Star Mile Day, there is a Country Mile series that we can look forward to for country trainers. Yeah, which we're so excited to see over the next uh, few weeks, four, five heats over the next few weeks with the final, the $250,000 final to be run on All-Star Mile Day. So the first heat worth $75,000 is run this Sunday at Colac on their Cup Day. It's exclusively for country trainers. So that's exciting for their connections and it's a full bumping field for Colac on Sunday with four emergencies. So hotly contested and good to see the Nom Strongs right across that program. All right then, and just with that Country Mile series, obviously it's the series that Racing Victoria is going to introduce some new whip rules and it's basically a test or a tryout for these new whip rules. What's been the response from the country trainers? Well, I think the response is being shown in the nominations. They're strong. Yep. They had over 58 noms, which isn't too dissimilar to a lot of the meetings across the, the weekend. But, you know, if they probably didn't want to raise in it, they wouldn't have accepted or nominated. So I think it's quite strong and same with Swan Hill next week as well. So it'll be interesting to say the least, but uh, that might come into our form calculations when we're looking at a horse that, you know, or a jockey more so that, uh, you know, uses hands and heels a bit more or even horse that responds well without the use of the whip. So, yeah, good field going towards that uh, Colac meeting on Sunday. And um, I think my tips with Clever Approach, which is Maddie Raymond's horse and Jay Allen on board, and she's in ripping form, Maddie uh, Maddie Raymond. So I think Clever Approach will be hard to beat in that final. Yeah, stable's going great guns at the moment, Maddie. So Colac is the first of these heats. Um, and uh, that'll be held, of course, on Sunday afternoon. So that Country Mile series, I think it's a terrific initiative, and it gives country trainers something to something to really aim their horses up during uh, the next month or so ahead of the All Star Mile Day. So how do you qualify? So it's a top three place getters yep. in each heat, and then they go through to the. Um, the final on All Star Mile Day, so it'll be it'll be interesting, and it's interesting, you know, just seeing a lot of the country trainers represented. They wouldn't have many opportunities to run in a, a seventy five thousand dollar race, so it's great prize money on offer with six hundred twenty five thousand uh, all up, and a big All Star Mile Day. Not only running All Star Mile, but the Country Mile. And there's a big weekend at Bucking this weekend. It is the race where we were only there 12 months ago, yes. which was, doesn't seem that long ago. But the Bucking Station, Bucking Caves, Bucking Pub Cup will be run yep. this Saturday at Bucking. And they're fully sold out. They've got a 1,000 people on course. It's a shame that with the COVID protocols, but they're going to be um, – yeah, it's going to be a big day at Bucking and it returns after, obviously, the fires devastated their region last year. I think Brian Martin's heading back up. He's about to join us shortly for his favourite autumn moment. So we'll have a chat, uh, chat to Brian about this Bucking Cup meeting on Saturday. I know a few from my local pub there at the Rising Sun in South Melbourne are heading up to Bucking as well. So it should be a great day and good luck to the club. But it's now time to... The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show. And this week we're spinning a yarn with Reese Goodwin and he has some story to tell. Good afternoon to you, Reese. Thanks for joining us. Not a problem, Gareth. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, mate. Talk us through how you got into this game. Uh, Well, it was basically from day dot. Um, Mum and Dad had been in the thoroughbreds their whole life. I was born uh, in Avenal. Um, and at the time, Dad was managing Brackley Park, which was uh, Freeman's pre-training farm, and 
Um, first also padded with Doremus and the first also ever sat, a, sat on at a very young age with the Galachi. So I was basically bred into it, you could say. Oh, that's for sure, Reese. You know, once it got you, you, there was no going anywhere else. And you've recently made the transition to training with your dad. Barry Goodwin was probably always going to happen as well. You rode on the picnic circuit a uh, bit of it. You won one picnic championship, did you? Yeah, I did. I was able to snag one of those. Um, obviously, Bodie had a pretty good grasp on that for a few years. But um, after he stood down, I think it was the second year after that, I was able to get one, which was which was always good. And now you're training. How have you settled in? And is it easier being a jockey or the trainer? Uh, probably easier to be a jockey. Um, just, you know, costs and everything like that. Um, there's probably, you must be a little bit more out of being a jockey, even if it is at the picnics. The weight's probably the only battle. But, um, well, there's plenty of stress that goes into both of them, but I'd probably say training's a little bit more stressful. So, um, anyway, we're, we're dealing with it. We're having a little bit of luck at the moment. Hopefully, see better things have come. What was your favourite moment on that picnic circuit? Well, I just heard you talking about Bucken, um, and I was able to win uh, the Bucken Cup there one year, and that was my hundredth winner of my career. So that was a pretty big, um, pretty big milestone and a pretty big day. But um, other than that, probably I rode. I think it might have been a double or a treble, yeah, Cup day, which is basically you know twenty minutes up the road from us, and that was my father Barry. So that was um, probably the second best day or equal best day. So yeah, had a bit of luck there, and um, now we're off to training. And Reese, for the people who haven't been to the picnics, you know, paint the picture. It's it's special at those places, isn't it? And I saw you at Balnarring the other week, and yep. you must get such a massive thrill, you know, when you're yeah. riding at those big meetings. Yeah, it's um, the picnics are just a dead set something else. But I don't think I've had anyone um, come along to the picnics and say they didn't enjoy their day or say they didn't want to come back. Um, you know, it was a really good day out. I uh, unfortunately won't be making it this year, but I know. Uh, even since I haven't been riding, I've been able to make it up there, and that's a super day. Um, Airing's obviously one that um, a lot of people like to go to on Cup Day, uh, which is generally on Australia Day, and it's just, yeah, it's a different atmosphere. It's very uh, relaxed. Uh, you know, no suit and ties or anything like that. You can basically wear anything you want. BYO, and everyone just has a rip of day, that's for sure. Tell us about your training setup just outside of Seymour these days, Reese. Yeah, we're at uh, Mangalore. Uh, there's a farm called Mangalore Park here. I'm um, very fortunate enough to be training from here, thanks to Steve uh, Hinscliffe. Um, we've been here now three years. We've got uh, basically grade one facilities out here. We've got an in-ground pool, uh, a walker, boxes and two treadmills all under a big set, um, along with you know a variety of different paddocks and yards and everything like this. Uh, like that. And also a uh, half-mile uphill sand track with uh, a set of practice gates on it. So we've got everything we could want or need here and um, can obviously train horses from a very young age and also had a lot of luck with tried horses. So I you know, couldn't be grateful enough for where we are and hopefully, uh, yeah, as I said, better, better things to come. And Reese, you know, you mentioned you were always going to be, you know, you probably didn't have any other choice. You spent a lot of time with your father and, and mother, but, the, you know, you, you spread your wings a bit. You work with a lot of other trainers, including a stint over in Singapore with Lee Friedman. That must have been, you know, just not only Lee, but lots of other trainers learn a lot from and being able to bring it back to Mangalore Park in your training facility now. Yeah, that's right. Singapore was probably um, been the best time of my life so far. It was a terrific uh, lifestyle over there um, as as you said, I just try to sponge in as much as I could. Um, you know, a lot of things on what to do, and also you learn a lot of things on not what to do just by watching. But um, that was a really good six months over there. Um, and, yeah, hopefully brought a few uh, little tricks and whatnot back over here to uh, have with our team. All right, then. You learnt from some, some great trainers, Mick Kent, but Brett Kavanagh, 
Yep. He's always a joy to interview. He's a character, but he's a real horseman as well. Yeah, that's for sure. He um he probably did his, oh, I had a stint with him up at Toowoomba when he sent a satellite stable up there and he just um he just he has a lot of confidence in you. Um and he probably really brought me on uh the horseman. Um and yeah, I couldn't thank him enough for that and I saw him the other week up at the Gold Coast and he's flying along, so I hope I can follow in a similar path. And Reese, you mentioned the tried horses. It's probably, you know, you're having a lot of luck with them, including Rod and Todd, just the other day. That's, I guess, you're getting your foot in the door. You mentioned you've been up at the tails. It's, it's hard going, isn't it? You know, getting yeah, started not wrong. and going. Yeah, not wrong at all. I've, you know, tried horses have sort of been something Dad and I have had to, basically the only way we could do is, you know, spend a small, a small amount of money on horses that are either broken down or not putting in their best and then trying to turn them around. But um, with the backing of... Um, some loyal clients. Um, we're hopefully heading off for year, uh, some yearling sales in the next couple of weeks, and hopefully we can snag something there, and that can uh, obviously, hopefully, in 12 months' time, produce something smart, and then people start taking notice of you a bit more, and we're not just known as, um, you know, buying treat, treat trial horses, and hopefully uh, that'll attract some more clients. How many are you working at the moment, Reese? I think we've got 20 in work. Um, we can probably fit, you know, 25 at a max. Um so, yeah, we're certainly busy, um, but, you know, there's always room for more and uh, always room for more clients, that's for sure. Great stuff, Reese. I'm sure the future is bright for you and it's been a wonderful start to your training career. You've done an amazing apprenticeship and uh, we wish you the best of luck and hopefully when you head to those sales, you, the, 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 those sales, you do find your champion. Thanks a lot, Gareth. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Reese. There's Reese Goodwin, good young kid, and he speaks so well. He's going places, Maggie. Oh, he is, and yep. you know, like he said, he just needs a foot in the door and a, a kickstart, and they've got those terrific facilities at Mangalore Park near Seymour, so uh, good luck to him and, and Barry Goodwin, of course, his dad. So we've got the Bucking Cup on Saturday. A little bit sad that we're not there. It is a little bit sad. Yeah. But we can tune into racing.com. They'll broadcast the Cup live. So okay, again. If anyone's wanting to yep. um, tune into the Bucking Cup, you can, and it's a, it looks Tycoon Felix is going or looking to go back-to-back for Sharon Trelov. And the Moron Cup. Is it Bendigo on Saturday? That's right. It's always a big day at Bendigo. They've sold out. They've got over 2,000 people there at on at Bendigo on Saturday. And then we wrap up the weekend with a country cup at the $70,000 Colac Cup. And then Moe also race on Sunday with their community and cups day. All right, then. So Colac, cap, Colac Cup. Um, I think last year we had a chat to the team at Colac. And they've got the piano bar there. Or is that still not allowed because of the COVID situation? Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have that marquee there. But okay. it's normally very popular. So hopefully uh, by their next meeting, they can bring it back. Because it's always a big hit with their um, Christmas meeting as well. But the piano bars are popping up everywhere. There's one in Bendigo now. So for those who like a you know, bit of bit of keys or whatever yep. you like to do, it's always good fun. Now, I don't know who won that competition because they haven't sent through their name. But maybe we can give them a call. Um and it was at 12.07. So they just got there to defeat our, um, one of our loyal listeners, Sooty from the Bull, who came in at 12.08. There was a couple in front of you, Sooty, but you're not far away. But next <laughs> time we need their name so we can give them some credit after Bill the Bastard was the right answer. And the question was, what was the name of the Australian war horse that won the Jericho Cup in the Middle East during World War One? So well done to whoever that was. But Maggie will chase you up. And you win the $50 Country Racing Victoria voucher. Where are you going this week, Maggie? Have you got a winner for us? Uh, I don't have any winner. Well, I already gave you the winner in that uh, the okay. heat, which yep. was Matty Raymond's thing, which was called, what was it called? 
uh, clever approach yep. in race five, number three at uh, Colac. And you uh, and you dominated as well on Saturday night. They tell me at Tadcourt Park, Melson hosting the function there. Yeah, I was doing a bit of code hopping. It was I had a great uh, yep. couple of nights at the uh, Southern Star and the yeah, Hunter Cup. It was yep. fantastic. Great stuff, Maggie. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, Gareth. There's Maggie Payne, and that wraps up the country racing show on this Thursday.